0: All right. If I could have everybody take your seats. You guys were so good at meeting and greeting. I just let you carry on forever. Before we get started uh, with today's service, we do have some announcements. Side by side ministry for widows and widowers will be putting on the Ritz and meeting September second at twelve or. That says 11. I don't know why I read 12. Meeting September 2nd at 11 AM at Barb West's house. Thank you. Uh, so Barb is providing the Ritz crackers. You have to bring a fun topping. Uh, you can't all bring cheese Whiz. So think of, think of something to make it fun and different. September 22nd and 23rd, we have our There's No Place Like Home Women's Retreat. And that will be held right here at Home Church. So Friday, September 22nd, it'll be 7 to 9 p.m. Saturday, September 23rd, it will be 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The price is $50. You can sign up for that now. I mean, not right now, but after service in the foyer. And that's it for our announcements. Our summer, you can tell, is coming to a close. We've only got two announcements today. Uh, As we move into this, if I could just have everybody as a reminder, silence your phones. And we're going to go into our time of giving of tithes and offerings. We just always want to take a moment to thank everybody who has been faithful through your tithes and offerings. There is nothing that we can do without them, as well as it is called upon you by God. So we have a few ways you can do it. You can put it in the box at the back of the sanctuary you can do it by mail or you can go online for that and if I could have everybody stand with me as we enter into a time of prayer together father we are so thankful that we have this chance to come together before you as a church body that we have the opportunity that we have even just the grace to open our eyes today so that we can worship you. We thank you for every blessing in our lives. We ask that you would bless our tithes and offerings in ways that we'll never even understand, that you would take what we give here, whether it be worship and song, whether it be time and volunteering and money from our work, that you would bless it and multiply it. We thank you so much for every blessing in our lives. We thank you for all the blessings that are to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good
1: morning, church. Good morning. Uh, We have a birthday in the house. Let me get my birthday radar
2: out. Hold on. (laughs) Happy birthday, Carlos.
1: On three, we're not going to say, we're just going to say happy birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday! You missed a good spot to
2: go. (laughs) But it's okay.
1: Amen. Who's ready to worship Jesus this morning? I got a verse for you. It's... uh, Man, this, this verse is just speaking to me like like crazy. Um, it, it's right here in Matthew uh, twelve thirty three. 33. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure, brings forth evil things. You know, people can say things that hurt us. People can say things that we'll remember since we were 12 years old. But he won't. He won't ever say something that is going to damage you. People can make promises. People can let you down. But by the grace of God, he won't, amen.
2: He won't. He won't.
3: He won't fail. He won't fail. He won't. Fail. He won't. Christ,
2: Christ is my firm foundation. The rock on which I stand when everything around me is shaking.
3: I've never been more glad that I put my faith
2: That the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad.
3: This is
1: Morning, as our sister and brother pray this morning. Amen. Thank you,
4: Lord. Señor, amado Padre, que glorioso día, que maravilloso día, Señor. Ver que hoy ha amanecido con un nuevo ambiente de humedad, de agua. Las plantas también se alegran, Señor. Tu creación también se alegra, Señor. Hoy en esta mañana nosotros también abrimos nuestros corazones, nos alegramos porque vas a dar esa agua viva a nuestros corazones en esta mañana. Te damos a ti la gloria, la honra, Señor. Guía a nuestro pastor con su sermón, con su prédica, Señor, que esas palabras de verdad, de aliento, de vida, lleguen a nuestros corazones. Porque queremos ver tu gloria, estar en tu gloria, Señor. Bendícenos, guíanos, proteja nuestra comunidad, a nuestros niños, a nuestra iglesia. Te alabamos, Señor, en el nombre de Jesús.
5: Yes, Lord, you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. We praise you and thank you. We can praise you from now to eternity and throughout eternity. What a glorious thing that is to be able to praise the living Christ. We thank and praise you for being here this morning. We thank you for the airlines and airways which people can tune in and be here with us even without being right here in person. And so we thank you for all of that. We thank you too, Lord, for this great group of Singers who lead us in worship every Sunday. We thank you for our pastor who delivers a needed message week after week and we pray that this morning as he is filled with your spirit That you would speak to each and every one of us So that we would know that we know that our focus is upon yes. you and you have touched us open our hearts open our ears Help us to hear what it is that the Spirit is saying to us. And Lord, we praise your holy name and thank you for being here with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise
1: the
2: Father. Praise the Son. Praise the
1: The things of this world that we praise and worship as human beings will fade away, but something this morning that we're worshiping and glorifying will never go away. You are forever, Lord. You are forever, God, and we give you the praise and glory for being forever, for loving us forever, and I pray this morning your words through me will speak to your children, to your people, God. I pray a blessing over our church, over this family. Go before me. I need you this morning, Lord. I can't do this without you. Thank you, God, for the honor and the privilege it is to preach your gospel, to share your truth. I pray our mouths would be changed this morning. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Amen. Our mouths would be transformed, but it's only done by our heart being transformed. So, Father, I pray, God, that you would speak to every life in this place. For those who are rejoicing and for those, Lord, who are burdened. Meet us here this morning. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. Thank you, church. Amen. Appreciate you. Worship team, you may be seated as well. Thank you so very much. We we appreciate you as well. Thank you. Hallelujah. Um, Before I start this morning, I just want to say welcome to home church. Um, I want to give God praise and glory for something that he's been doing. We've had a few people um, last week, as you know, some of you may know already, um, the reason why, you know, we we help our community we do things for the community uh, number one because we care Okay, we want to be the, the the light of the light and the, the feet of Jesus the hands of Jesus But at the same time, we always ask and we pray as a church that God bring us fruit That that when we do something for him that he that he multiply whether that's backpacks. Can somebody say amen? amen. Uh, the backpacks, I thought were gonna run out and for so, I don't know how they just kept coming and coming and coming and when we saw that line of people, it was like, yeah, there's uh, even our own kids from home church. We're like, yeah, we ain't going to get one. But somehow not only did everyone get one, our kids got one too. And it was so amazing to see. And so last week, God brought a beautiful family. Not sure if we're able to see them again, uh, but God brought fruit last week. Can somebody give God praise? Uh, amen. And it was a wonderful thing. I guess yesterday they also went to the uh, youth event in uh pyramid lake and they had a wonderful time as they shot fireworks off which blows my mind i don't it's it, to me it's it's illegal but i guess there it's it's okay it's legal in uh in the pyramid lake so um yeah uh so god is so good and it was amazing to see and uh, got a few um, emails from some people that are from the neighborhood saying that uh, they appreciate what we did they thanked us again it was our first time Doing something like this uh, to this magnitude. I mean, I, I, I've never seen so many people show up in my life here at our church. And uh, so I appreciated the, the, the love and the patience from the community as they stood in line for 45 minutes for a taco. And got to the front, not complaining, with a smile on their face, excited to eat. Even to the person who came wait, waiting in line for 40 minutes. And we had to say, hey guys, we're going to worship Jesus. So can you guys give us And they're like, wait, what? Say, hey, when we're done worshiping God, come back. And they came back. And, uh, and so that's the power of, that's not the power of the taco, that's the power of God <laughs> right there. Can somebody say amen, amen. I want to uh, share a story with you. Um, oh, by the way, before I start, if you're visiting with us, um, home church family, can you, uh, it, isn't it wonderful to have visitors this morning? Amen. Can you say amen, amen, thank you. Uh, I want to uh, read a story <clears throat> that I came across before I start. It says a, a middle-aged woman uh, ha- had a heart attack, and as she's taken to the hospital by the operating table, she has a near-death experience. And during this experience, she sees God, and asks Him, "Is this it?" God says, "No." Really? No. She "I had a heart attack, and I'm seeing you." Because He explains, um, He says, "No, uh, my, my daughter, you have 30 more years to live. 30 years? She, yeah, 30 more years." Upon her recovery, she decides to just stay in the hospital. And have a facelift, lip uh, lip suction, uh, tummy tuck, and so on. Uh, She even has someone come in and change her hair color. She figures since she's got another 30 years, she might as well make the most of it. She walks out of the hospital after the last last operation, and she was killed by an ambulance speeding by. She arrives in front of God and complains. I thought you said I had another 30 years. God replies, I didn't recognize you. I, I, say that, I say that to say this. I, that was cheesy. It's cor- I say that to say this. No matter what we do on the outside, no matter, no matter what, what gym I attend, what, what, how, what, what I eat, uh, what I look like on the outside, God knows you by your heart. Amen. And so if you want to go get a lip suction, tummy tuck, whatever, go right ahead. okay? But God is going to know, still know who you are. And that's a wonderful thing that God knows who we are. Proverbs eighteen twenty. Read with me, Proverbs eighteen twenty. I want to preach a sermon, the words part two. And uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty reads, "A man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth, from the produce of his lips, he shall be filled." So let me let me let me try to paraphrase this. Our life, uh, the quality of your life, the quality of your marriage. The quality of your relationships, the quality of your job, the quality of you will be determined on the words you speak. Verse 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. That little little tongue you got, some of you guys got big ones. But that little one, it's it's got a lot of power. A lot of power. And those who love it will eat his fruit. We talked about how words are more important than we think. Words have power. We can either speak on what we see in the situation. That's it. It's over. We're done. We can either speak on what we see or what we know. And what we know is God can work anything out. When God saw the darkness, when God looked and saw the darkness, he didn't say, whoa, it's dark. I can't believe how dark it is. No, he said, let there be light. The Bible says when God saw the darkness, he said, let there be light. We also spoke about how words can connect us with God or not. Words can connect us to God. Words can connect us with other people. Or not. Let's go to Matthew 12, Matthew 12, Turn there with me. Who brought their Bible this morning? Mm. Matthew 12, If you're ready, please say amen. Thank you. It says right here, either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree is known by its fruit. Someone, someone, I pray to God, doesn't miss this this morning. This right here is, is is so powerful. The tree is the what? The heart? And the fruit is the what? The mouth. So remember that. So I want to read it again. Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or else make the tree bad and its fruit bad. For a tree, a heart, is known by... His mouth. Okay, verse 34, then Jesus, he's, he's talking to the Pharisees right here while he's running his campaign speech, trying to be nice to everybody. He says, brood of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the tree, out of the abundance of the tree, the mouth speaks. So the tree is the heart, right? And the fruit is the what? The mouth. Thank you. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things or speaks, speaks evil or speaks good. Okay. Now, what he says next again blows my mind. But I say to you that for every idle word men speak they will give an account of it in the day of judgment for by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned so remember we're saved by grace um but he's saying right here if grace has come into your life if you accepted jesus as your lord and savior and if you've truly repented of your sins if your heart is changed, that means your mouth also is being changed because what's in your heart is coming out your mouth. Um, so this morning, I know there's, I might just be the only one who has a problem with their tongue, but if there's someone here this morning who's honest this morning, um, if I may, who would like some help with their, with their words? Thank you for your honesty, Okay. Some of your hands didn't go up, hit the altar after I'm done. Okay. My first point this morning, number one, words. Words will cost you something. Words will cost you something. So may I, be on, may I speak freely this morning? May I? Okay. Um, Majesta, I appreciate that, yes. I really do. Um, by the way, I don't know if you guys seen that painting in the, in the foyer with the head says, uh, "You guys see that? Majesta painted that. Is't that beautiful? Yeah, it, it a, we, wanna, we wanted to say thank you, so we're going to be taking that we're going to be saying thank you for, uh, to, to those who help sponsor, and I think that's a beautiful thing. So Majesta, thank you, I appreciate that. And anybody else who said yes, if I can speak freely to you this morning, um, the actu- the, a- a- the answer is actually no. I can't speak freely because everything I say, cost. I don't know if that makes sense. I, I know in America, and I love America, and, I am, and I'm glad and I appreciate the freedom of speech. Can somebody say amen? amen. But even with that, even our forefathers, by the grace of God, through, our fore, our, our, through God, our forefathers have given us that right, the freedom of speech, does not give me the right to say anything I want. Just being honest. We can, but words cost. Um, again, I want to say, I, I, I'm, I'm glad America gives me that right. I'm grateful to be a citizen of this country. Can somebody say amen? amen. But 30 years ago, I became a citizen of the Most High. 30 years ago, I became a, a citizen of his country. And when America's gone, the word of God will still be here. Because leaders come and go. But God lasts forever. I have to give an account for every idle word I speak. Just because someone says it's legal, hey, well, I can say whatever I want. It's a free country. Hey, just because it doesn't mean it's right. Just like in some counties in Nevada, prostitution's okay. Or hold on, it's legal. But can you imagine standing before God and a person says, "Lord, I was in Nevada. It's legal there." And God says, "Oh, that you were in Nevada? I didn't. I'm sorry. It's legal in Nevada. Prostitution's legal. Oh, that I am so sorry." No, there's the there's the government law. There's American law, and then there's God's law. And words will cost you something. Spoke to a dear lady a while back. I'll never forget. It just broke my heart. She, she, for many years, complained why her husband won't get saved. Realizing she did nothing but speak ill of the church and complain about what was going on in her life, what was coming out of her mouth, and she ate the fruit of that. You got to be very careful what you speak, what you say to your kids, to your family. Psalms 41.3, Psalms 41.3, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Psalms 39.1, I said, I will guard my ways, lest I sin with my tongue. I will restrain my mouth with a muzzle. That's, I will guard my ways lest I sin with my tongue. I will restrain my mouth with a muzzle. Have you ever made this statement before? I probably shouldn't say this. I probably shouldn't say this. And then what do we normally do? We say it. Um. Sarcasm, joking. we got to be very careful what we say. Well, that's just my personality. I'm just, hey, I'm blunt. Well, hey, you might need a muzzle. I could tell there's a, there's a couple people not liking this sermon. I don't know why. I see smiles on the faces, but I, I sense something. As I, oh, Man. Can I tell you something, church? Can I be also. you? I preach to myself before I preach to you. So God hits me first, okay? And, and, and so may, may you ta- may we receive this word with blessing. Words can hurt. That's point number two, words can hurt. So here's the lie from the enemy. We say that wor- words, words cost. The devil will tell you words don't cost. They're free. You can say whatever you want. Words, words hurt. Um, lie, lie the enemy, it says, no, they, they don't hurt. But we know we'll have to give an account for them. Words don't hurt unless you're joking is what I, is what I've always thought. Well, unless I'm joking, if I'm, if I'm joking around, if I'm kidding around, it's okay. I was just messing around. I was just, I was just, I was just playing around. But Proverbs 26, 18 says, like a madman, which is a crazy person, who throws firebrands, arrows, who throws arrows and death, is the man who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. I was only joking. I was only kidding. Like a, pra- like a crazy person sitting upon a hill. I picture a crazy person sitting upon a hill with a, with a rifle shooting at people. This is what the scripture says right here. Throws firebrands, arrows, and says, I was only joking. Some people need a muzzle because they have a loaded gun for a mouth. You want to, you want God to see more? Mu- You want God to move in your job for your boss? Pray that God put a muzzle over their mouth. And don't be surprised, they come to work with one of these in their mouth right here. I heard a kid tell another kid at kids camp a few years back, they were were taunting this kid, and I'll never forget, I'm I'm standing there watching this interaction, and they said, I was only joking, They're they're so sensitive. I was just joking, and I'll never forget Thinking, no, you, yeah, you were joking, but out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so it's like they're throwing this little jab. This is little, this little, and then next thing you know, the other person like stabbed back and it was like this, and it's like, no, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If it comes out of your mouth, it's in your heart. Can you imagine walking by an orange tree and saying, wow, those are pretty pretty beautiful oranges you got some big oranges there and the orange tree says i'm not an orange tree i'm an apple tree (laughs) no sir i mean can you imagine like i i or i didn't you know you're like well those are some nice oranges wait there's been like i didn't mean anything by these oranges i i'm an apple tree i didn't mean it but the bible says what's what's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth you will know them by their fruit You want to know who your kids are hanging out with? Listen to their conversation when no one's around. You want, to, you want to know if you should be hanging out with a certain crowd, you know, you're hanging out with people after work. and Listen to their speech, what's coming out of their mouth, what's coming out of their, out of their heart. We say, I don't mean anything by that. I was just, but, but according to the Bible, we do. So we need to remember when the things come out of our mouth that do not glorify God, instead of justifying it, instead of saying, "You know, I, well, hey, that's just how I am, that's just what I do, I just speak my mind, I just, instead of justifying it, we just need to say, you know what? God, I repent, I didn't know that was still, that was still in my heart, wow. I, I said this to somebody, and it, it, it hurt them, you know? I mean, I understand there's joking around. I joke with my kids all the time. They would joke, but, but we, know, we know that line. We know when that, we, we know. You know, I didn't know that was still in my heart. God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. So how do I deal with this? Well, just like any weed or bush, there is always a root. And we gotta get to the root. It's amazing how Jesus compared words to fruit. Fruit on trees. And, a, and the tree is the heart. Right And trees have roots. What's rooted in your heart? What's in your heart? What's rooted in there? May God give us wisdom to know the root of the tree that's growing in my life that just produced the fruit that's coming out of my mouth. May God give me that wisdom to know. John the Baptist even said, even now the ax, the ax is being laid to the root, which means... Jesus was coming to deal with the heart. That's that's powerful. John the Baptist, even the axe now is being laid to the, not to the top of the tree, not to the branch, to the root. Jesus came to deal with our heart. Number three, words last. Words last. The lie is words disappear in thin air. When you say it, it goes away, It's, it's done, no, but words can last forever. Words last. I was watching an interview with a dear lady who was finally seeing light at the end of the tunnel. I was going to show the video, but it was a, I, I, I just couldn't. For many years, considered herself ugly with no worth. Because of the things that were said to her from her brother and father. If you've ever been hit physically, the next day you might be a little sore. If you've ever been hit really hard, sometimes it takes weeks or months. If you've ever been hit to the point to where you had to be hospitalized, um, it, could af- it could affect the rest of your life. There are some people who would never dare hit someone like a boxer would or somebody in karate. They would never dare hit somebody, but they, are, they got championships galore. They're a black belt with their mouth. And they've said things to their children. They've said things to their family. They have said things to their father and mother. They have said things to their spouse that are worse than hitting them physically. It's damaged their heart. It's damaged their mind. It's damaged, it's damaged their soul because they're words. I would never dare hit, but you, you, would, you would speak these words. I want to encourage you to the guys. I want to encourage you men. Where's my men in the house? Can I get an amen? Amen. Oh, come on, guys. Come on. Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. I want to encourage the men this morning to be careful. Never lay a hand on God's daughter with your mouth. Amen. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that rousing affirmation. And ladies, ladies, can we build him up? can we speak life can we build him i know he's worked 10 hours and he came home and he's tired and can we can we build him up Amen. i know he's playing video games all day can we build him up <laughs> can we can we, build, can we build can we build him up wow you're so good at call of duty you're amazing and then then we can you know we'll talk later about you know Counseling session or whatever, but uh, can we can we build? Can 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 we build? Can we love? Never lay a hand on God's daughter with your mouth. If you have, you need to repent. So words last. Bad words last, but good words, good words last. Good words last. Second Timothy. 1, 3, right here, he says, remember, I'll remember you in my prayers night and day. This is the apostle Paul talking to Timothy. The word remember is important. I want you to remember that word, remember, right here. Second Timothy 1, 5 says, when I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. He's saying, I'm praying, I'm praying for you. And this word "remembers" is, is very powerful in the Greek. This word, this, the root word right here, is "graveyard monument." Paul's saying, "I'm I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm praying gravestone grave, grave monuments right here." For, for and, and when I think of the gravestone, when I think of a monument, we don't we don't see them to to remember someone died. We see them to remember someone lived. Right? And so he's saying, "I'm praying for you. I'm building up these monuments." And I think about that, it it explains why a grandmother or a mother or a father can pray for their children to get saved, and 20 years later, after they pass away, and they go to be with God, they will come to know Jesus, because words last. Don't ever give up on praying for your loved ones. Words last. There's a cheesy illustration that I heard a long time ago, I'll never forget God comes out of his, uh, his front porch and he goes to go check his mail and, and there, there are all these monuments because grandma's been praying. And there's all these monuments and, and God has to walk around all these monuments. He has to see them all day, every day. And he's like, finally, God says, okay, somebody get this poor kid saved right now. <laughs> you know? And he, he'll, he'll and And if he has to, he'll even blind them for three days. Knock them off their horse. And if you don't believe me, read the book of Acts. He did that to to Saul, who is now the Apostle Paul. And that's why I love when, I remember when my my mother was praying for my father for for two and a half years, uh, life in hell, you know, going to church, coming back home, and it was craziness. Uh, Two years praying, and finally God dropped my father to his knees. Everyone wants to pray, God, I just pray you that you would just surround him with your love. No, my mom was praying, God, I pray that you bring him to his knees, convict him, make him miserable in his sin. And, oh, man, did God listen. He took a prideful man with a cold heart, stubborn attitude, dropped him to his knees, and he got saved. God says, you know what? got all these monuments right. Words last.
0: Words have power.
1: Words can cost you. Words can also be an investment. When's the last time you made a deposit into someone's life instead of take it away? When's the last time you went to somebody and, and it's almost like you're going to the bank and you take the money out. Oh, geez, I thought I had money. I'll use a piece of paper here. You take, you take, uh, you take some money and you go to the bank and you make a deposit. When's the last time you made a deposit with your words into someone's life? Not a, not a. What do they call that? Not a, an compliment without a. You know, I'll never forget somebody's. <laughs> Someone told somebody, I'm not going to say who. It is, someone told somebody they said, "Wow, you're strong. You don't look strong, but you're strong." <laughs> uh, that, that's not what I'm talking. A, 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 a good, a, just a deposit into someone's life of blessing and love. I'm proud of you. You did a good job. You're so beautiful. You look lovely today. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> You do look beautiful today. When's the last time you just made a deposit into somebody's life instead of take it away? I picture a parent working hard all their life, depositing money into an account for their son or daughter. And as the child gets older, they can utilize that for something good. Like the words that were said to me when I was a kid you know what? You can do this. You got this. I'm behind you. We're behind you. Those words, and now they have paid dividends. I I can take that and utilize that, those words of encouragement. What are you depositing? What are you leaving for someone to take and use because of the words you've said to them? It's scary how the bad things we say will last, but they can be replaced by the good words we speak with God. I want to close with a story about words. A professor was on vacation with his wife in Tennessee one morning. They were eating breakfast at a little restaurant, hoping to enjoy some alone time. And while they were waiting for their food, they noticed a distinguished-looking, white-haired man moving from table to table, visiting with the guest. The professor told his wife, I hope he doesn't come over here. But sure enough, he did. "Where Where are you guys from, he asked. Oklahoma, they answered. Great to have you here, he replied. What do you do for a living? The man said, I teach seminary. He replied, oh, So you teach preachers how to preach. Well, I have a story for you. So he pulled up a chair, sat down, while the professor looked at his wife and groaned and said, great, just what I need, another preacher story. (laughs) The man started. He said, you see that mountain over there? Not far from here. I knew a boy who was born to an unwed mother. He had a hard time growing up because every place he went, he was always asked the same question, who's your daddy? The school grocery store, who's your daddy? He said he would hide at recess. He said the boy would avoid going to places because those words hurt him so bad. He said that boy's mother told told him that his daddy didn't love him. 12 years old, he was at church and a new preacher was there. And he said to the boy, would normally come in late and slip out early to avoid hearing these words he said to the boy son who's your daddy the preacher not knowing anything about him put his hands on his shoulder and asked him son who's your daddy everyone got real quiet he said it was really awkward now everyone would know the answer to the question who's your dad But the new preacher, using discernment only from the Holy Spirit can give, said the following uh, sentence to him. He said, wait a second. He said, I know who you are. I see the family resemblance. You are a child of God. He said these words that the pastor said to him changed his life. He said, you have a great inheritance. Claim it. He said, that boy smiled and was changed. It was never the same again. And when people would ask him, who's your daddy? He said the boy would smile and he would say, I'm a child of God. The old man got from the table, got it from the table. and said, what do you think about that story? The professor said, it was good. Thanks for sharing. The man turned to leave. And as he turned to leave, he said, if that preacher wouldn't have told me that, that I was special. And I was one of God's children. I probably would not have amounted to anything. And he walked away. They never saw him again. The professor and his wife were stunned. He called the waitress over. He asked her, do you know who that man is that just left, who was sitting here at our table? The waitress said, yes, of course. Everybody knows who that is. That's Ben Hooper. He's the governor of Tennessee. Our words are more powerful than we think. You want blessing over your family? You want blessing over your kids? You want blessing over your church? You want blessing over me? Speak life. Speak life. I want to give God praise for something, and I can share this because I asked this person who watches online, who no longer goes to our church because they moved out of state, and it's nobody recently. But this person hit me up last week and it was an amazing thing. They said, you know, I got a confession to make. I was speaking, I was speaking ill. I was speaking ill and why? It's because I was listening to things. I was hearing things. And I'm, I want to say I'm sorry and I repent. That takes a lot of courage. You know what's crazy is God dealt with me and I called somebody and I said, hey, I just want to say I'm sorry. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? And two days later, I get the same call. That's an amazing thing. And they said what was crazy is there were days when I would speak and say things would start happening to me. Not me, but them. And I'm telling you, that's the power of prayer. When people speak words, ill words against you, your ministry, your church, your family, when you pray in Jesus' name, all these word curses said against me, we send them back to hell in Jesus' name. They go back. Because our God is greater, our God is stronger, like the song says. With God, nothing can come against us. Nothing will prosper. I'm more than a conqueror. We need Jesus, amen? Amen. Words, words, words will cost you something. Words can hurt and words will last forever. Amen. Let's bow our heads this morning as we pray, as we thank God. Whatever you speak, you will eat the fruit of that. And sometimes people can be accustomed to eating garbage. There are people in life who eat physical food and they they eat garbage. They like to eat garbage, because that's what they're used to eating. There's a movie from Disney, Ratatouille. One of the little, little, little uh, uh, rats likes to eat garbage food. That's what he's accustomed to. And there are people in life that they're used to eating that. But it's amazing as you watch this movie, this, this other little rat, he, he likes to make good food and things that are healthy and, and wonderful. And he shows his family, and they all get accustomed to eating this good food. This morning, if you're used to eating the fruit of that, God wants to show you something else this morning. You could eat something that's healthy. You could speak something and eat something that is that is good in your life and for those around you. This morning you need to repent of your sins if you've been speaking ill. If you've been speaking words, if every other word is a cuss word, if every other word is something negative about somebody or something, if if you haven't gone a day without speaking something negative, you gotta wonder, you gotta look at your heart and say, God, check my heart. What's what's going on in these roots? What's happening here? It's been a whole week, and I have, I've said more, I've said more bad than good. I've spoken more negativity than, what are you speaking to your wife? What are you speaking to your husband? If you're us this morning, may God look at our heart. May God check us. This morning I want to um, I feel a leading right now I wanna, I'm going to open the altars and um, I'm going to I'm going to play some worship music and maybe you're here this morning um, you want to come to the altar and you want to pray you want to ask God to forgive you I encourage you to do that who cares who's looking around? Who cares who's, who's here? It doesn't matter. Our God in heaven is, 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 is here. He says you will give an account for every idle word you've spoken. Maybe this morning you don't speak naked. Maybe this morning there's something else going on in your life and you just want to come out to the feet of Jesus. You want to pray. You want to give God. You want to give God this need. You want to give God this issue. You want to hand it over to him, whatever it is. I want to encourage you to do that in just a moment as we worship Him this morning. Maybe you're sitting with somebody and you want to come down with them to the altar. You want to pray. The altars are open this morning. Amen. And uh, we're not going to leave this place until we make right with the Creator this morning someone's at the altar, I encourage you to come pray for them. Pray for someone. Pray. Pray this morning. Get a hold of God this morning. Amen.
2: In the darkness we were waiting Without hope, without light Till from heaven you came running There was mercy in your eyes To fulfill the law and prophets To a virgin came the word. From the throne of endless glory To a cradle in the dirt Praise the Father Praise the Father Praise the the Son Praise the Spirit Three in one God of glory majesty praise forever to the king of kings
1: you want to leave this place with no burden leave this place empty leave this place full of christ and empty of the world this morning i want to encourage you these altars are open come and pray get a hold of god the father this morning
2: To be the kingdom come and to reconcile the lost To redeem the whole creation, you did not despise the cross For even in your suffering, you sought to the other side Knowing this was our salvation, Jesus for our sake you
3: died
2: Praise the Father, praise the Son. Till the storm was moved for good For the Lamb had conquered death And the dead was from their tombs And the angels stood in awe For the souls who all who come To the Father are restored And the church of Christ was born Then the Spirit lit the flame Now this gospel truth of old shall not kneel, shall not faint. By his blood and in his name, It is freedom I am free. For the love of Jesus Christ, who has resurrected me. Praise the Father. Praise the Son. Yes, I will. Praise the Spirit, three and one, God of glory, majesty, praise forever to the King of kings, praise forever to the King of kings, praise forever.
1: To speak life over our family. To speak life over our church. To speak life over ourselves. Let's all stand this
2: morning as we get ready to close. He won't. He won't. He won't fail. He won't fail.
1: place and you say, pastor i'm not right with jesus he's not living in my heart let's so bow our heads this morning i want to make sure i want to give everybody opportunity i don't want i don't want to go to bed tonight and go oh my goodness I, people left the church the house of god without being able to receive him as their lord and savior the bible says if you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that you are a sinner and that you need forgiveness you will be saved it's that simple so if you're here this morning you want to receive jesus repeat with me say dear heavenly father I repent of my sin. I ask you to forgive me. Come into my heart. I forgive all those who have hurt me. Now for some of you, that was really really hard to say. I want to say it with me. I forgive all those who have hurt me. I forgive myself for what I've said to others, to myself. I forgive myself. I do believe that you died for me and you rose on the third day and you're coming back again. Thank you for your salvation, for your love. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Christ is my firm foundation. The rock on which I stand When everything around me is shaking I've never been more glad That I put my faith in Jesus He's never let me down He's faithful through generation. So why would he fail now? He
3: won't.
2: He will He fail. He won't fail.
1: What a gracious God we serve. Amen. That we could we could amen. we we could speak his name in vain. Oh, don't look at me like you're all holy. We could speak his name in vain, but yet he will still speak good on us. When we give him our worst, he gives us his best. What a beautiful thing. The God we serve, amen. Church, thank you so much. Sorry for going over. I apologize. No, I don't apologize. I don't mean to take any time this morning, but Be blessed this week. Go in the goodness of Jesus. And if you're new to our church, if you have any questions, come and talk with us. Uh, There's a few people I do want to see, though, after the service. Um, I need to see uh, Vince after the service. Vince, you're not in trouble. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I said Vince, and his eyes got big. Like, oh, no. It's all good. It's a good thing, Vince. We're good. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be blessed this week, church. And know I love you. I'm praying for you and I speak life over you, amen. Amen. amen, amen. Let's bow our heads this morning. Brother Bill, with all your love and, and uh, your heart, can you come and bless us this morning, amen.
6: Our Heavenly Father, we're just so blessed for all the many uh, blessings you've given us in leading us, loving us, and teaching us to have a kind, gracious and open heart and to speak kind words to everyone. It's so easy to, to uh, speak a kind word, it's so hard to speak an awful word. So Lord, just uh, as we go today, bless us and, and let us spread joy, hope, love to everyone and, and then watch them smile. So, Lord, uh, thank you. We're just blessed to be in this house, this great church, all the great people and the congregation, and bless each and every one of us. And again, a special a special blessing to the children as they start week two in school. Again, keep them uh, safe, help them learn, and help them learn, learn how great your word is, Lord. We ask all this in your name we pray. Amen. Amen.